0: Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Nonprofit Vision. This is your host, Greg Nielsen of Nielsen Training and Consulting, where we work with nonprofit organizations all across the country to help translate their vision into reality. I want to welcome everybody back to the podcast. Uh, those of you who listen regularly will know that we have taken the last several weeks off over the summer, just taking a little break, uh, doing some traveling and uh, getting some other things accomplished. But it's so good to be back with you on the podcast tonight. And what I'd like to do today is, we're not going to have a guest on tonight's podcast. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you um, about a topic that I, I recently presented on at a at a conference called the Blue Ridge Institute. Uh, it's a collection of leaders that I've been around and been fortunate enough to present to on a number of different occasions. The topic I want to talk to you about tonight is leading with your values. We hear a lot about mission, vision, and values in nonprofit leadership, and I think it's important to talk about. How do we develop our core values, both individually as nonprofit leaders and also as in our organizations, right? So where do we, how do we form those values? How do we make sure our personal values align with those of the organization? And then a concept I want to introduce to you today is values-based leadership, which is how do we make sure that those core values that we develop for our organization don't just become words on a paper or words on a website, words on a plaque on the wall. How do we ensure that they become part of our leadership style, part of the way in which we make decisions as nonprofit leaders? So with that, I'm just going to dive right in. and, And I encourage you after this episode, if you have reflections, if you have thoughts, if you have success stories of things that have worked in your organization when developing your values, I encourage you to share those with me either on social media where we where we publish this, um, on in the comments on the on your favorite podcast platform. Also feel free to shoot me a message on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or email me at Gregory at NielsenConsults.com. but I really love hearing from nonprofit leaders of how you translate um, these topics that we discuss on the podcast, especially how you translate tonight's topic of leading with your values into your leadership style within your organization. So just to dive right in, it's important to Differentiate between the three terms that we hear jumbled together so many times that it's almost as though they're one term, right? We hear specifically when we're doing strategic planning, what's your mission, vision, and values? Or when we're meeting with a new funder or a new volunteer, what's the mission, vision, and values? Sometimes the temptation is to throw all three of those terms together as though they mean the same thing. When in reality they're very different and each play a critical role in nonprofit organizations. When we talk about vision, or when I talk about vision with nonprofit leaders, what I'm talking about is your destination. If all goes well, what are you hoping will be different in your community, state, local, national, international, whatever your sphere of influence is? What do you hope will be different in your community as a result of your work? Right. That's your vision. It's vivid. It's graphic. It's lifelike. People can reach reach out and touch it and understand, see, feel, and touch how their community will be different as a result of you and your work. That's what we mean when we talk about vision. Vision is the destination. Where are you heading? Mission is how are you going to get there, right? When we think about mission, think of it as, as building blocks, as Legos, as, as the rules of the road, right? As you are going towards that destination, as you're moving towards your vision, your mission is how you're getting there. It's the planes, the trains, and the automobiles, right? We're going to execute programs in these three areas, which are going to translate into, and then that's your vision, right? So mission is, how are you getting there? And then finally, our topic tonight is values. Values are what are those ideals that you refuse to compromise along the way? So as you think about your vision as the horizon in the distance and the mission is the road that you're traveling to get to that destination, think of your values as guardrails. What do you absolutely refuse to compromise along the way? They are beliefs that are held so deeply that you would rather uh, give up than, than give up your values or compromise your values. So when we talk about values-based leadership, values-based leadership to me means a way of leading in which your core values are playing a central and an explicit role in your everyday decision-making goals and actions, right? So when you're making decisions, whether they are everyday decisions about, are we going to do X, Y, or Z in this program? Are we going to invest here in our budget? Are we going to recruit a certain member for our board? What efforts are we going to put into professional development? All of those decisions that you make, both little and big, guided by your values, informed by your values, your values, a key part of the conversation as you develop those, those decisions. There are two quotes that I I like to share when I'm talking about leading with your values or when I'm working with a nonprofit organization that's developing their value statement as a team. The first one comes from Jim Collins. Those of you who may have read the book, Good to Great and the Social Sectors. Jim Collins wrote in that book, great organizations keep clear the difference between their core values, which never change, and operating strategies and culture practices which endlessly adapt to a changing world. So think about that quote for a minute because it's drawing an important distinction for us. Sometimes I'll I'll bring up when I'm I'm talking to a group about values or helping a group develop their, their team values, I'll have someone say, shouldn't our values change and adapt as the organization changes and adapts? And that's a great question. But what we're talking about when we talk about core values, as I said, is those unchanging ideals that are the linchpin of your organization. They're the cornerstone of who you are. They are the DNA of your very organization. But that's differentiated from operating strategies and cultural practices within an organization which are always adapting to a changing world, seemingly on a daily basis these days. Right. So Jim Collins brings out an important distinction when we're talking about values, the distinction between core values and operating strat- strategies and culture practices. Second quote I like to share, and completely different genre, obviously. This one comes from Jon Stewart, right? Comedian, talk show host, uh, commentator. John Stewart said, if you don't stick to your values when they're being tested, they're not values, they're hobbies. So it's an important point that he's raising here in that values are, by their very nature, they push you, they challenge you, they challenge all of us as leaders, they challenge all of us as organizations to live up to them. There are going to be periods of time where our values come in conflict with some of the tough choices that we have to make. What this quote says to me, and again, it's if you don't stick to your values when they're being tested, they're not values, they're hobbies. Is that when things are difficult, when things are challenging, when we have to make the really hard decisions, that's when our values are being tested. That's when we're being tested as leaders within organizations. A couple of common dilemmas that you may come across uh, as you work with your team and you talk to your teams about developing value statements, developing what are your core values as an organization. Some of the dilemmas to be aware of and to watch out for are, what if you had a staff member say to you, I want to succeed in this organization, but I feel like I have to give up too much of myself to succeed? That's a really powerful statement. And it's one that we hear a lot in nonprofit organizations and nonprofit leadership. Right? I want to succeed, but I feel like I have to give up too much of myself to succeed. This is talking about more than just a misalignment of values. This is saying there is something in the culture, in the practices, in the environment of this organization that's requiring me to sacrifice too much of who I am in order to comport myself with the values of this organization. Talk about a recipe for a, a, a deeper, more rich discussion, right? Talk, you want to probe that with someone who raises that issue with you. I want to succeed, but I feel like I have to give up too much of myself to succeed. I wonder, have any of you ever heard that statement from a coworker, from a team member, from a board member? Second common dilemma to be aware of is a statement of what I value isn't valued in my workplace. If you're bringing up the topic of core values to your staff members, to your team members, and you're hearing that there's not a connection between what they value And what you have described and what you all have developed as your team values, that's a time to pay attention to that. That's a time to elevate that conversation and that that incongruity and say, you know what, it sounds like what you value as an individual or what I value as an individual isn't reflected in our current core values. How do we address that? Right. Is it time to modify our values? Is it time to reassess our values or examine where those areas of misalignment exist? And then a final statement that you hear often when working with groups on developing core values is what is the right balance between being myself as an individual being myself as a as a nonprofit leader and adapting to an existing workplace culture. So to what extent am I called on to change or adapt to to a work culture. And to what extent am I able to change or adapt a workplace culture to integrate the value that I bring to an organization as an individual? These are three really important questions. I encourage you to share these questions, these statements, with your staff members and see what reaction you get. Have any of them ever felt this way? Is this an opportunity for a deeper discussion about values within your own organization? It all cut, ties back to, the, to, to my belief that the most effective values for an organization are the ones that are created together, right? Sometimes, and, and I know I've been part of organizations in the past where you walk in and the values were created either decades ago without any um, involvement of staff members, without any modification as time has gone on or they're created by such a small group of people at the top of the organization that they reflect an aspirational goal for the leaders, but they don't necessarily incorporate the important values of all of the staff members, all of the stakeholders at all levels of the organization. So I encourage you, if you are embarking on values work, if you're revisiting or revising your organizational values, use it as an opportunity to integrate a number of different perspectives, invite perspectives, invite involvement from all staff members of how they can best share what they see as the reflected values currently and aspirationally what they would like to see reflected in the organization moving forward. There's a a really neat activity. So a lot of times we'll be doing values-based work with a nonprofit organization in the context of a staff retreat, in the context of a board retreat where we have a sizable group together. And there's really neat activities that you can use that are entertaining, that are energizing and exciting for staff members and board members that bring them into the process of developing the values. And believe it or not, if you execute and facilitate the activities correctly, and if you facilitate it in a way that encourages participation, what you'll get at the end of the day is staff members who say, I now see myself in a deeper way as part of this organization. I can see my values reflected in what we came up with today, right? It builds a type of loyalty. It builds a deeper involvement and investment among staff members and board members in the work of the organization. A couple of pitfalls to be aware of as you're doing this work, as you're revisiting and revising your values. Beware of values that are too short term. One of the challenges that we've all experienced over the past year, year and a half, is a lot of disruption in our work. in in who we are and what we do as an organization, sometimes the temptation is to revise the values in a way that's too short term, meaning it responds to an an immediate need, an immediate challenge, but doesn't necessarily serve the long-term interests of the organization. Also, beware of values that are inconsistent with what you know to be current practices of the organization. I'll give you an example. I was working with a with a group uh, about a year ago, uh, and one of their core values was transparency, and it was all over the website. It was all over the, the the framed values statement on the wall. When we got organizational leaders and staff members together, and talked about values, what we heard repeatedly was a la- a culture of a lack of transparency, of secrecy within the organization, right? So there was a conflict between what the organization said they valued, what they said their core values were, and what was actually the practices and lived experience of staff members and those who were served by the organization. So beware of values that are inconsistent with who you are and what you are doing as an organization. Why should you lead with your values? I mentioned at the the beginning of of today's podcast, the importance of values-based leadership and, and keeping values alive as a living, breathing part of your leadership style within your nonprofit. Why is that important? The first thing it does is that it links the why with the what. Right? So as you're talking to staff members about the what, what we have to do as an organization, we have to evolve this program, we have to change these behaviors, we have to modify our business model, our values tell us why we're doing that. Right? Why are we doing that? We're doing that because we believe in inclusion. We're doing that because we believe in transparency, in honesty, in integrity, in our leadership, and our relationships with the community. It links the why with the what. As I mentioned a minute ago, by by including everyone in that process of developing values, it builds emotional connections, right? It builds a deeper connection between the individual and the organization, whether they're a staff member or a board member. It also gives people a clear understanding of how behavior aligns with expectations and builds a culture of reflection within the organization. So if we're using our values as a key driver of decision making, And we're talking about our values. We're talking about them in our staff meetings. We're talking about them in our board meetings. We're talking about them when it comes to make critical decisions, when it comes to pass our budget, right? What that does over time is it builds a culture of reflection in the organization that encourages every staff member, every board member to reflect on where have we succeeded in reflecting our values in our leadership? Where have we may have fallen short? Where do we still have some work to do in aligning our behavior and aligning our practices as an organization with the values that we want to espouse as an organization? What values-based leadership isn't though is a quick payoff. Right. Sometimes we make the we make the mistake of saying, oh, my goodness, we have just revised our values. We're going to update the website. We're going to put them in our new strategic plan. And now we can put them away until it's time to revisit them again. In reality, values based leadership is ongoing work. Right. It's ongoing effort to make sure those values are present, to make sure those values are a vibrant part of all organizational discussions and decisions. It's also not easy work. So anyone who has done this in your organizations, um, you know that this is difficult work that requires a lot of energy, a lot of thoughtfulness, a lot of openness to potential change and a lot of openness to new ideas and reflection of how the organization has been experienced by different staff members, different stakeholders throughout its history. So it does require a degree of vulnerability. It does require a degree of trust between teams to open ourselves up to looking at our values and looking at where we've succeeded and where we may have fallen short. When we think about perceptions of leadership, one of the transitions, one of the shifts that happens when we're talking about values-based leadership is it challenges our traditional notions of leadership. Our traditional notions of leadership are very much hierarchical or very much top-down meaning the executive director, the CEO sets the tone, makes decisions, the next level directors take those decisions and operationalize them. They pass them down to the managers that help to integrate them into the frontline staff members, so on and so forth. That's more of a traditional notion of leadership. When we're embracing values-based leadership in our nonprofit, we're empowering everyone throughout the organization to be a leader, to elevate Those areas or those instances in which our values compel us to ask critical questions, to think about the way we've always done things, to think about our budget, to think about the way our board and our staff is composed, to think about our hiring and recruiting practices, our benefits. It's empowering everyone throughout the organization to be a caretaker of those values. If we've all been involved in creating those values, we all have an ownership stake, meaning we are all leaders and we're all empowered to defend those values, to keep them present in the daily practices of the organization. And I mentioned that values-based leadership is also practical. right? It's not just for theoretical conversations. It's not just for super high level 30,000 foot or big picture conversations. In reality, we can apply our values to just about every decision we make as nonprofit leaders. Who do we recruit for our board? How do we go about recruiting? What does the composition of our staff look like? Does that reflect our values? Do our policies and procedures reflect our values? Our fundraising practices, the way we manage and respect our donor relationships, restrictions on gifts, the way we pursue grants, the way we talk about our work in fundraising. Does that comport with our values? The way we give feedback and recognition. So what is our performance management structure? right, the way we do performance reviews, the way we coach our staff members, the way we coach our employees, the way we coach our board members, is that in keeping with our values? Or do our values require us to look at different ways of doing each of those things that are more in alignment with who we are and who we want to be as an organization. So again, the temptation is sometimes to think about values-based leadership as really theoretical, really high level, when in reality, our values can be applied to just about every decision that we make throughout the day in our organization. And then finally, just a couple of parting tips as we wrap up today's podcast episode. Practice self-compassion. As you're doing this values work, as you're reflecting on your own organizational values, and I know I've challenged you to go back and look at your organizational values and see how they align with your own personal values, give yourself some compassion, right? This is not an area where any of us are ever going to be perfect. Our organizations are never going to be 100% perfect in terms of the way Uh, We carry out the day-to-day practices of our leadership and what we want as our values. Our values are always, to an extent, aspirational, right? We're always striving to do better when it comes to our values. Second tip that I would give you is ask others about your values. Those who may have no idea what is actually written on the website or on the wall for your organizational values. Ask those you serve, if you had to guess, just based on the way you've experienced our organization as a community partner, as a donor, as someone who has received services from our organization, what do you see as our values? What would you guess to be our organizational values? it can be a fascinating question to ask individuals and see how well does it match up with your, organi- your current core values as an organization? That's a fascinating question to ask. And then praise values-based leadership. Where you see team members, where you see board members raising your values, elevating them as part of the conversation, make sure you're recognizing that. Make sure you're praising that and embracing that journey and embracing those questions and the difficult conversations they sometimes lead to. With that, we're going to wrap up another episode of Nonprofit Vision Podcast. Again, this has been Greg Nielsen of Nielsen Training and Consulting. Hope everybody is having a great summer in 2021. I hope everybody is staying safe and staying well out there. I know our COVID numbers around the country have started to spike again. Hope everyone is staying safe. I hope those that you work with, those that you serve are staying safe, staying well also. Encourage you to reach back out to us. Want to hear from you uh, on your core values as an organization, how you created those, how you develop those, how you're reflecting on those and revisiting those periodically. And again, you can reach me on Facebook, Nielsen Training and Consulting uh, Facebook page. You can find me on LinkedIn, and you can also find me on Twitter at Gregory underscore Nielsen. You can also feel free to shoot me an email anytime, Gregory at NielsenConsults.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, we are now back from this summer hiatus that we took. There are several episodes in the pipeline that we will be publishing in the coming weeks. So if you haven't already done so and you're enjoying the podcast, encourage you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google, and I believe 11 other podcast platforms. Encourage you to subscribe. If you're enjoying the podcast, we would welcome it and appreciate any review that you would leave us on your favorite podcast platform. With that, I hope everyone stays safe and stay well. And we look forward to coming back and seeing you shortly.